Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and I am here with Michelle McKnight. And Michelle, it has been a whirlwind of a weekend, hasn't it? It has. Doug organizes a fun run in honor of his um, grandparents to raise money for our schools. And so that was this weekend, and we think an estimated like 13500 possibly. Profit. Profit. That's after all the expenses and things. So I would say that's a successful weekend, and it went very smooth. We had great weather. Yeah. 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 So thank you to all the sponsors and the runners, and, and even the new sponsor was one of the sponsors of the run. Yeah, Backtothemouse.com. We had Disney friends that that helped sponsor that that um, that did virtual runs that just sent mm-hmm. money for a donation. So, thank you, Disney community. Right. Yeah. For supporting our little high school in Plattsmouth, Nebraska, of all places. Right. Yes. Yeah. Friends from across the country, just and uh, because of podcasting, really, no other reason. So, thank you. Just had to. I can't say thank you enough, Michelle. Right. All right. And then we finish it up today with Alden running a half, his first half marathon. Yeah. He's 16. So that's, and uh, we didn't know if he was going to finish it or run it or anything today. So he ran it fast. Yeah. And he's, you know, basically doesn't understand how anybody can run it slow. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> he's one of those fast <laughs> people that us slow people don't like. We are slow half marathon runners. We've, I've ran five. I don't know how many you've ran. Um, I've five done, or six. Yeah. Five. Okay. Five. I did that extra 10K at Disneyland that you didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've registered for six. I've ran five. How about that? All right. That is our little welcome before we get into our unwritten rules cruise show. So that's what we're going to talk today about. But first, let's do our Apple podcast review. Leave us a five-star review. We will read your review on air and rather quickly, too, if you leave one. This one is titled Amazing Show, five stars by Stouty One. I believe that is a friend of the show, Matt Stout, who just did the uh, Wine and Dine Half Marathon today, too. Yeah, congratulations, and it's going to celebrate on a cruise pretty soon, I believe. So. Yeah, awesome. So I love this review. It's uh, Here we go. Great podcast. We'll give six stars if there was more gross tonnage conversation. Yeah, good thing you can't get six stars because there will be no more gross tonnage. Oh, I'll work it in. Don't worry, Matt. I'll get some gross tonnage in there. Maybe not today. Unwritten rules I don't think apply to uh, gross tonnage in any way, shape, or form. All right, moving on to the word of the day today. Once again, it's two words, Michelle, so don't hate on me too much. Word of the day is shore power. What does shore power mean? Shore power is the process of providing electrical power from the shore to a vessel at birth, thereby allowing the auxiliary engines to be turned off. So basically giving the ship a rest because they're going to plug it in. Yeah, you're plugging in when you're in port. Many more ports are adding shore power, especially in the U.S. and in Europe. You're seeing it more and more. Uh, Reason for this, much more environmentally friendly uh, electricity generated in giant power plants is much more efficient, more environmentally friendly than running the old diesel engines down in the bowels of the ship. So uh, that's why uh, San Diego, like when the Wonder is docked there, it runs off of shore power. So it also you have to do some stuff. The ship has to be able to do it and the port has to be able to do it, but it's 
becoming more and more common. So shore power, good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the news. Our cruise news is brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Go give them a click. Check them out. Our uh, stateroom pictures from our upcoming Thanksgiving cruise will be on there shortly. Can't wait to see what nice things Joe has to write about that on backtothemouse.com. So our first bit of news is Disney released, Disney Cruise Line released some more details about their new private destination. It's like a peninsula. Um, let's see if I can get the whole name of it. It's Disney's Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. It's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. It's so long. Rolls right off the top. It doesn't need to be. Come so, on, Disney. So, Michelle, reading through the press release, it talks a lot about how Disney is using the culture of the Bahamas and bringing it to life, like the indigenous Tano tribe of the Bahamas. They're using that language, and it shows some pictures of some architecture that is from the Bahamas. Like one stage is named Triton's Trumpet Stage, which is a common Bohemian seashell, that sort of stuff. It doesn't tell us really... There better be a trumpet at some point. It said live music. Yeah, live music. I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's just some artist renderings of uh, what some things will look like. So nothing too exciting, in my opinion. I would have been thrilled if they announced, like, hey, psych, we're building twice as many cabanas. Or, hey, surprise, there is a freshwater pool. I feel like those would have been, you know, released so we'd be more excited, but uh, I don't think. No, it's just basically the styling concepts that they're very, very proud of. So there you go. It opens in June of 24. They also reiterate that. So there's that news, if you want to call it news. All right, other news. We got an email, Michelle, didn't we? We did. All right. We got an email from Royal Caribbean that they're raising their gratuities which is exciting. Not really. But um, beginning November 11th, the automatic gratuity rates for Royal Caribbean will increase $2 per person per day, regardless of passenger's age or stateroom category. This will make the new rate $18 for all non-suite staterooms and junior suite classifications at $20.50 for guests in suites. So November 11th, Michelle, How, if you already are booked, what does that mean? It means you can add the, the gratuities now, um, and yeah, you don't. You can pay them at the current rate instead of the um, the rate after November 11th. So you got a couple days. Yep. So hopefully you're listening to this right away. You get on it, pay your gratuities in advance. You can save yourselves a couple bucks. However, does that mean that your stateroom host and your servers they get the current rate instead yeah. of the new rate? So I guess it's not necessarily the. Like, like the cruise line's not gonna um, chip in for that extra two um, bucks, no. really. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. November eleventh, the last raise by Royal Caribbean was in twenty twenty two, September of twenty twenty two. So, September seventh, actually. So, you know, it's been a little over a year. It's better than some other cruise lines that have been raising it every six months. So, there you go. That is the cruise news. At least the news I felt worthy of reporting. So on to our show. There's a lot of unwritten rules when you go on a cruise. And this 
just knowing the unwritten rules can make your experience a little better. It can make the experience of the people around you a little better. Maybe it makes you not come off as one of those people. Uh, one former unwritten rule was basically be nice to everybody else on board and don't pick fights. But uh, Carnival actually made that a written rule. So now they can basically kick you off if you're not nice to people. But uh, that's sad. That had to become a written rule. So we can't include that in an unwritten rule. So let's start with laundry. Are there any unwritten rules in laundry, Michelle? Well, not every cruise line has guest laundry that you're able to do. Good so, point. But Disney does. Disney allows guests to do their own laundry on board. It's kind of just like the theme parks, though. You don't want to throw your stuff in the washer and then let it sit all day and hog all the washers, right? So mm -hmm. when it's done, you need to get it out, put it in the dryer. When it's done in the dryer, you need to get it out, you know, take it back to your room. So, so be attentive. Yep. What about if they're all empty, should you take them all at once? I mean, you can if you can manage that. Yeah, if you're going to be on the I don't see anything ball. wrong with that, no. Okay. I mean, I, I would if I – I mean, this usually, usually never happens because someone's hogging them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. So don't leave your stuff in the dryer. Don't be a laundry hog. Yeah. Other unwritten rule, don't stand in the doorway of the laundry room and have the loudest conversation on earth. Sometimes it's fun, though, for the guests right there. You know, we hear Sometimes. everything about their life. and It's where you get all the good gossip. Yeah. This is the laundry room. All right. Next thing is be on time. There's a couple different things where it's real important to be on time, and one is excursions. Being on time to when your excursion leaves, when you have free time on the excursion, whenever they say to come back, very important. And they don't really say, like, it's not... Like, they're not going to kick you off the excursion if you're late, right? No, but if you're late, then everyone else goes back late, too. So it's it's not only, you know, a penalty to you. Everyone else is penalized because of your unkeeping time skills. I, th I think this is one of the reasons we love us some um, private guides, too, is we don't have to get on the bus at the appropriate time and then we sit and we wait and we wait and we wait for like that one family to get back and because say it's the first stop you you go you do a little tour and they're like all right you have 20 minutes of free time in the shop and the bathroom right and then it takes one family 30 minutes to get back on well that 10 minutes doesn't just magically reappear it it comes out of the next time you have free time and that next time could be the better location. So be considerate of everybody on your tour and be on time. All right. What's another excursion unwritten rule, Michelle? Well, when you you have an all-aboard time, you need to be back earlier than that all-aboard time oh. just for safekeeping. Yes. Back to that. Yeah. 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 Be safe. Mm -hmm. Although it is fun to watch people run down the pier. Not but that's lie. not really, I mean, that doesn't have to be an excursion thing. That's on Castaway. That's, you know, just yeah. if everyone's on time, then everyone gets to go home. There you go. Or go on to the Get next port. Yeah. Another unwritten rule that they don't always communicate to you very well, especially beforehand until, like, they're sitting there staring at you, is tipping on excursions. Who would you tip on an excursion? You already paid for the excursion, Michelle. So anybody that's guiding you along the way. So, you know, someone who is taking you on the excursion who's who's enhancing your excursion so bus drivers tour guides they all appreciate a tip 
yeah, you, you, you don't need to, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong here, but you don't need to tip the Disney person that takes you off the cruise ship with the paddle. No, the cruise staff type person, right. no. So, the the person with the paddle of power. It's usually no. a cruise ship person. Royal, we've done it with Royal, we've done it with Celebrity. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's the third party people that you need to tip. The ones not employed by the cruise line at this point. So, all right. How about being on time to dining? Like, if I get there 15 minutes late, how does that impact anybody else? Because it should just impact me, right? No. So, I mean, it's going to impact your servers for sure because mm-hmm. you, they're, you're making them later. They're not going to have the time in between the meals to prepare the table. And, um, and a lot of the food's, like, on a schedule, too. Yeah. Like appetizer, soup, salad, entree. Yeah. Like, and you get them off that schedule, it makes their job a lot harder. And if you're seating, sitting with someone else, like another Ooh, yeah. family. Because lots of times on cruise ships, you don't have a private table. It's And it's, trust me, it's not that bad, right? Yes, do I prefer a private table? Yes. Have I sometimes not had a private table and I've sat with other families? Yes. And it's it's good. You learn you learn about them, right? Yeah. But if... If you're not there and they are, they usually don't start the meal without you. Right. They kind of sit there a little bit and wait and wait. Especially if you're going to specialty dining, communicate that to your servers beforehand so they don't wait on you too. Also, it may not even if you're at a private table, your servers take care of several tables. You being 20 minutes late can impact how they serve those neighboring tables as well. And it's rude to the people that your servers are also serving to and mess like, up their schedule. And if it happens to be like a dinner show, I'm not a, the not the other cruise lines don't really do this, but Disney does. If it's a dinner show and you are late, you're one, you're gonna miss part of the show. Yeah. And two, it it distracts from others around you at your at the other tables nearby because your waiter is there, you know, trying to talk to you instead of being out of the way so that everybody can see the show or hear the show. Yeah. The, the show elements are designed to go when the servers are, you know, getting the plates and everything prepared and from the galley. So it's got to all work on the schedule, and you don't need to be messing that up. All right. Let's move to another food area, the buffet. There's unwritten rules here. Uh, most buffets now, they don't have a single queue or line that you get in when you walk in. So you don't need to immediately get in that line where everybody else stands. You can go further down and kind of pop in. But there's certain ways to do that, isn't there? Yes. But I don't know what you're getting at. I'm saying like it's not just one line to go through the whole buffet. There's yeah, different they're... stations. You can kind of come in wherever a little line is formed. You come in there. Um, you don't want to come backwards or forward. It's, it's complicated. It's not just one long line anymore. Right. Lots right. of the Lots of the cruise lines have... Like kind of like pods and it's like a mm-hmm. themed thing. Different stations. Yeah. And like with Royal Caribbean, they're kind of spread out. So it's kind of easy to pop in and out that of That makes more sense. I like that. Yeah. And Norwegian too. but Celebrity as well. Yes. But Disney is unfortunately not that way. And so it. They kind of try with the wish though. It is. this one thing. Tried. Tr- I use the word tried. Right. It's too small. They didn't spread them out. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. like, we're going to use the same amount of space and make stations. Yeah. So there you go. Don't. There's not just one line. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is don't get mad if someone goes by you. One. Mm, yeah. Um, they could also just be going to get a table because they need to sit down because their feet hurt. I mean, there's or their back hurts. So they're going to save the spot while, with their kid while their husband 
or or partner gets their gets the food for them, you know. So don't just automatically assume that they are skipping, you know, and going right by right. you. There's other reasons. I know some people would say an unwritten rule is not to go get your table and save it. But like if but you're there with reasons, kids, yeah. Like you can't have three kids with you in line and you got to go back and forth filling their plates with young children. It it's unrealistic to think you're going to get all your food for like a family of five with three small children and then go find your table. So I'm not opposed to getting the table first or having a kid save it. Okay, moving on. Another unwritten rule is in the rotational dining. And for example, on Disney, you can get more than one entree, right, Michelle? Right. You can order if two, you know, two or three look good and you just can't decide, you could, you could get them. It's totally fine. On other cruise lines, you might want to ask because things are constantly changing and it's possible there is a fee for that second or third entree. So, or, you know, a way that it has to be served in an order. So you might only be able to get one at a time, but you might be able to get a second one. So just, I would ask on other cruise lines, we know Disney is fine to order more. I'm, I'm not saying to be wasteful with food, but right. if you feel like you would like to try more than one. Yeah, a good example is last November on The Wish... Claire and I shared a second entree. We got the tofu dish. We each ordered our own entree, but then we both tried that one, and we both ate quite a bit of it. So we didn't waste it, but we tried it. So between the two of us, we got a second entree. And it's an example. Yeah. And if you don't like your first entree, which can happen. I mean, I once ordered something, and I completely misjudged it. And my waiter could just tell, my server could just tell that I wasn't, I didn't like it. And I, I came across with, I just, you know, I'm fine. I'm not hungry, but they knew right away, you know, just go ahead and say, Hey, this isn't what I thought it was. You know, can you put in something else for me? And they're going to say yes, because they want you to be happy. So you don't have to say, um, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, as a female, I do that a lot and I probably shouldn't, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Does not mean I'm actually fine. So and Doug still hasn't figured that out yet, so, you know. Well, I, I so figured I, it so out. I, don't I just ex- don't know what to do with it. I don't expect servers to understand that after, like, one night. So just go ahead and ask for a second one. They'd rather have you be um, happy with what your choice was instead of writing a bad review that you, isn't their fault. You mean actually fine. Right. Okay, moving on. You can get it to go from the main dining rooms, which we've had offered before. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for them to box it up, bag it up. Actually, they usually put a serving thing over the top of it, don't they? Yeah, to keep it warm, kind of, even though it goes right out the hole. That's <laughs> <The top> thing. <laughs> it covers it, though, so you know, so it doesn't get on anything else. But, um, yeah, like I left once because I was tired, and you brought my food up, and I was like, well, I don't yeah. really need it, but um, you can't I wasn't do getting out of there without it, And though. we've seen, like, sleeping kids leave, right, and – you know, parents have to carry them out, but they also get to take the food so that they can yeah. eat back in their room. So, so, like, say you have something you want to get to or something else comes comes up, don't be afraid to ask for the old doggy bag. All right. What about the unwritten rule of saving seats on the pool deck or in the theater, Michelle? Well, they say you're not supposed to do them in both. The, they say. The pool deck is crazy, though, because, like, where are you supposed to put your stuff? And like, right, like define saving verse. that's where my stuff is while I'm swimming. Right, like, you know, I'm not going to swim in the pool all day. I would like to sit. I'm not going to swim at all. So, I mean, I'm just She's hypothetically a great example. here. Yeah. How about when like, you get in line for a water slide and it's like a half hour long wait 
for the slide. Your stuff is just there. And like um, some cruise ships have a rule of 30 minutes. And then the staff may actually move your stuff. And like if the wait for a water coaster happens to be 45 minutes, I don't see how that works. Well, like some cruise lines have cubbies that you put your your stuff in and mm-hmm. you don't really need a towel. Although on some cruise lines you have to, you know, check the towels out. Right, so and turn them back another, in. Yeah. That's stressful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't save. Like, actually use the pool chairs you're going to save. Don't, like, on your way to the breakfast buffet, throw a bunch of towels on a bunch of loungers and then go eat for 45 minutes, then wander back to your room and then up to the pool deck later. That's nonsense. Like, actually use your chairs or your saving. So there you go. All right, Michelle. What about like on Disney, for example, when you're meeting characters, any unwritten rules that should be followed here? Well, keep up with the party in front of you. I mean, you know, general things like that. But if you have an autograph book or like a picture frame for the character to autograph, make sure that that's out and ready or like the autograph book's on the right page. So much time mm-hmm. is spent. Like the character is limited in how many you know minutes they can be out there due to... You know, and they can't limits. flip through your book with their big fuzzy hands. No. And the princesses shouldn't have to. Right. That's a good one. Be ready. And have your kids ready too. Like if you plan, like we're pretty efficient and I think maybe too efficient sometimes where we don't actually enjoy the experience. But we used to have the kids, you know, ready like, okay, all three get in. Now one get out. Now you go in. Like just know what you want. Don't kind of dawdle around because everybody's time is valuable but at the same time unwritten rule you can take however many different sets of pictures you can like we'll get solo pictures with each kid i would say most of the time there are times where it is different and they'll the cast members will communicate that with you if it is so not written yeah but communicated all right how about room service what kind of unwritten rule could there possibly be for room service like other than like don't throw it around your room well, one, you should tip your your uh, person who brings it to you. Good point. That should be, you know, obvious. That's but... about the only place you actually use cash, too, on a ship. Yeah. I mean, you can put cash in, like, a, the server envelope if you want to give them cash. Yeah. You can do that. But You can. Um, so I would say, like, when you're done with your meal, it says, like, the, and they tell you to call room service to have it picked up. So you should do that instead of put it in the hallway. Because I cannot handle walking by, like, half-eaten food or, like... Especially whatever it was. Sometimes it smells so bad. Right. Especially, like, an hour or even 20 minutes later. I mean, if if the room service people tell you to put it in the hallway, great. But most of the time, they're not. I don't think they happens very often because it's a tripping hazard. Sometimes the the housekeeping, the, the room hostess or room steward will put it out there. And then room service will pick it up. But if you call room service or tell room service to come get it, that's that's the better option. So then your room steward doesn't have to do it, deal with it. Yeah, especially if the ships are rocking, walking down. The hallways are never wide, and we don't need your room service out there hogging up the, the space. All right, what about other hallway etiquette? Well, it's like, I mean, I don't want to compare it to a hospital, but you, a nursing home, but you, like... You should have quiet hours. Like your what kids... cruise line are we on that you're comparing it to a nursing home? Is this? I mean, any, even Disney, anything. You, <laughs> okay. Your kids should, or you should not be. I do I mean, not have an indoor voice. Had a, Doug does not. But if you've had too much to drink, or your kids are a little too hyper, and they're running down the hallway at like you know eleven thirty at night, um, that's really not okay. So 
be respectful. I know Disney Cruise Line has some quiet hours. I want to say it starts at like 8 or 9. They do have quiet hours, but they do not have a curfew. So right. other cruise lines yeah. actually have a curfew. Um, Alden's going to have to be aware of that on the Royal Caribbean cruise coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So quiet hours. Shh. Be quiet. All right. This one really, I mean, it should hopefully never need to be written. Treat crew well. The better you treat the crew, the better they'll treat you. Right, Michelle? Yeah, absolutely. That's just common sense. That's not a... Like, when you meet your, like, stateroom host, it's okay to ask them a couple questions about them. Like, make it a little more personal. They'll treat you better. Yeah. You know? they, they do have a personal life at home. They, they're, they, they don't just constantly live on the ship. They, you know, spend so many months on, so many months off. So... Um, Lots of them have kids the same age as you. Yeah, and their tips and their stuff is going back home to support that family too. So also think of that while you're tipping. Mm -hmm. The other thing you can always keep in the back of your mind when it comes to housekeeping and servers is they're the ones alone with your toothbrush. They are the ones Ew. getting your food from the back. I mean, don't. Uh, some people are just straight up rude to the service industry. Ew. Don't. Don't. Don't be. Ew. You know it's true, though. Are you going to be okay? No. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. Michelle looks... She's turning pale. All right. Follow the set tipping rules or higher. What exactly does that mean? Because we just talked about tipping on Royal Caribbean and it sounded pretty mandatory. Well, there's always cases where guests can go to the front desk and sometimes they get the tips taken off because, I don't know, they felt that they weren't up to their standards or they, they went to specialty dining instead. But in my... In my experience, it's it's you choosing specialty dining, and so you're already given you know this main dining room time, and it's mm -hmm. already included in your cruise fare. You still need to fulfill your tips to your your servers in the main dining room. So um, don't don't go down on those tips. You can always go up, but it's just don't go down. Yeah, I, I'm gonna revert back to what I just said that made Michelle pale in the face. Is same people. Yeah. I wonder if you go to guest services early on in the cruise and take away the, you know, recommended gratuity. Like, do they know? How early do they know? I don't think they know until the end. I honestly don't, which isn't fair either. No, but... they should know right away, in my opinion. All right. Um, another thing, service industry related, all, it's not a written rule that you have to, but you should always fill out the post-cruise survey and when someone does a great job, make sure you use their name to help get them recognized for doing it. Right? Yeah. Fill out that survey. Yeah. Take note of their, you know, their name and their home country. It's usually listed on the, the name tag, because there are, you know, some some names are, you know, um, plentiful across the ship. So yeah. it's good to know like where you encountered that helpful person what country they're from, anything else. Like, the more detail, the better. Um, they do get recognized, you know, on board for having good reviews like that. So, mm -hmm. And it means a lot. It can also mean getting a better contract the next time around, moving ships, promotions, that sort of stuff. So it is important to them. Also, if you have a problem with something, don't wait to try to solve it with a post-cruise survey. That helps no one doesn't help you it doesn't help the cruise line doesn't help the staff members right solve your problems and how would you recommend going about that usually michelle 
well, first I would talk to, like, if it's a serving problem, I would talk to the server and see if you can find, you know, a solution. Because it might be that you want to eat faster and they're which, going slower, which we've done. We've done that. Yeah. It's and it usually works out really well when you do that. Sometimes they'd rather go faster. So Sometimes, um, though, they can't figure out we need more butter. Yeah. It's, even though yeah. we ask. But but we're, we're, but we're not going to get services for something like that. We're also it's, not writing, like, no. they didn't give us enough butter on the survey either. No. But the other thing you can do is go to guest services and just, um, you know, address it. And then usually you're followed up with and it's usually taken care of early in the cruise if you can, if they can help it. So, but it has to be a realistic need or want. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have heard people complain that the pool was closed on a sea day. And that sea day, the water was so rough that the water splashed out of the pool. So there was no water in the pool to swim in because it sloshed out. Thank you, A Tropical Storm by Bermuda. There's a good one to segue into it. Um, Weather. Don't complain about the weather to the crew. They can't, you know, they don't control the universe. So it's a, yeah, just know that weather is not their problem. So if you have to skip a port, yes, I've been. Oh, we've done that. I've been, I've cried myself. So um, especially when you're missing a private island. However, they can't do anything about it. Usually the cruise line will do like the onboard staff will you know add things on board to try to help kids and families you know deal with that you don't usually have to pay port taxes on that yeah you get a little bit of money back tiny bit teeny tiny bit although it's more now in the bahamas yeah yeah look at that the benefits of taxes going up yeah so just know that the weather it's not it's an unwritten rule you can't control the weather right and certain times a year you are more likely to miss a port Yes, um, if you're ones. sailing during hurricane season or... Uh, the Like December, January in the Bahamas, it's windy. Mm-hmm. So that's... That's when we've missed ours, but I'd still rather be at sea yeah. than at home in the winter. So Or any time on a cruise is better than anywhere else. Right. Really. Let's just all agree on that one, yeah. right? All right. One last unwritten rule, Michelle. Breakfast on the morning of disembarkation. What is unwritten about eating breakfast? So it's going to vary per cruise ship. So make sure if you're sailing like a new cruise line or um, even a new ship, you check with, you know, check check your app or check your schedule to see where you're supposed to be going. But my unwritten rule here is if you are assigned early breakfast and you don't go to breakfast, you need to leave your room because that's when the, the room steward host will be cleaning your room and getting it ready for the next right. next family so that doesn't mean you can sleep in if you don't go to breakfast that's that's really not it you're you, really putting that steward out yeah it, you can you can leave and go off the ship and not eat breakfast at that time right but you should not be staying in your room and you really need to leave by the time breakfast is supposed to start so being 10 15 30 minutes late slows down your your room everything um, preparation for the next guest on the next cruise. And if you have late, late breakfast, obviously you can leave earlier. Not a problem. But you also need to leave. You also shouldn't be sleeping in. And Yeah, sleeping. you need to go be out of your room by the time that breakfast starts because your stateroom host is counting on that schedule happening. Um, the people that stay in their stateroom, like, up until, like, well, we don't have to get off the ship until, like, yeah, that's off the ship. You could go sit in a lounge and be bored somewhere, but you need to vacate your room. Let your stateroom host do their job. It's turnaround day, 
it's already the worst day of the week or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. of the cruise for them. They work long hours that day. Don't leave a bad taste in their mouth of your family. You never know when you're going to get them again. We see people over and over all the time, don't we? Yeah, they switch ships. They switch itineraries. They, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's our unwritten rules. Michelle, out of all those unwritten rules, do you feel like there's one the cruise line should make written and be like slapping hands if they break it? Putting you on the spot here because I know how much you like that. Don't be mean to the crew? Don't be mean to the crew. Yeah. They should be able to slap your hand if you're mean to the crew and be like, get out of here. We're leaving you in the Bahamas. Goodbye. Okay. You you don't. No? I don't. Not you don't see that. Hand, well, I mean, that's a figure of speech. You should get a tick mark, though. And then how many tick marks you get, you can't cruise again. Like, like the opposite of a rewards. Like, yes. You, you get know. points taken away from Oh, your you get downgraded status. status. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Break rules, however, lose status. However, they're just going to want your money, so they really, they're not going to care about that. <sighs> nope. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah complicated world out there well if you can think of any other unwritten rules hit us up on social media you can follow us online at rope drop on deck on all of the things except tiktok tiktok that's right all right so uh make sure you go online like us follow us uh let us know what those unwritten rules are but that's all we have for today so for michelle I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on Deck. Mm-hmm.